Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. So we were talking about how Burrell might like to pick drone frames or drone cells to expand their infestation in the hives. And that's one of the reasons you want to have it either a dedicated drone frame or you can quickly pull out a drone from a, a capped cell. You can pull out a drone and see if there's any mites on it. And that will give you a good indication how many mites might be in your beehive. Now, there are a few ways that spread the mite mites through colonies and from one beehive to other beehive, and that's through um, mig migratory beekeepers. These beekeepers move their beehives around, uh, going from farm to farm, helping with pollination. If you're buying a packaged bees from somebody, there could be mites in there. When you're buying nukes, you want to make sure that your hive is coming from a clean supplier. And that's one of the reasons uh, that uh, an inspector, you are required to have your bees inspected on a yearly basis if you're going to be selling nukes to other beekeepers. Um, robber bees will also bring Baroa mite to your hive, as well as purchased colonies. So if you purchased an entire colony, or if you're doing manipulation, there's many different ways. Uncapping drones and pulling out drone pupa can tell if you have varroa mites in your hive. Add Apivar medication in the hive last time I had opened them. So I've got two sticks in each of my hives. So I've got a total of uh, seven left, which I have put in the freezer, hoping I can use them next year. They do say that once you've opened the package, you want to use them right away because they might not work next time around. But according to my beekeeper mentor, he said, I've used them uh, between multiple years and they've worked just fine. One of the other things that they tell you for when you're doing mite control is that you want to use different uh, medication or different treatment throughout the year or consecutively. One year you use Apivar, the next year you use a different one. So the mites don't build resistance to that same treatment that you're providing year after year. And that's something you want to be careful of and a really good thing to know because it's the same situation when we have antibiotics. We were having a conversation with a doctor and he was telling us that based on how many and how much antibiotic you give yourself over the years, your body starts building resistance or the virus build up resistance to those antibiotics. So they have stronger and stronger and stronger antibiotics. And there's only like six or seven different types of antibiotics that are currently known there might be more, but that's the number I feel comfortable talking about. So that's a good way to go. Another way to do uh, spot checking for mites is that you you basically have a bottom cover, a bottom cover with a slide-in tray. Now the slide-in tray, what it does is that it, it enables it enables you to trap the varroa mite on the boards. So when you have a little white board underneath your hive, any varroa mite that fall off can be seen on these white boards. Um, I have not seen any, although they're really super tiny. 
I have checked and looked and haven't seen much in there. Although every once in a while I'll see larvae forming up uh, of these other insects. So I just wipe them off. And uh, one thing that I need to do is spray the board with PAM. Now having oil on these boards helps keep those insects from making a home on it because it doesn't have anything on it. I need to, <laughs> definitely need to go back in there, pull those out, wash them, and then spray it with PAM and put it back in there. Some other ways of checking for varroa mite is to do a sampling. In a sampling, you grab about a half a cup of bees, which is about 300 bees, give or take. You scrape off the nurse bees from the brood frames and you put them in a jar. Then you can put in powdered sugar on the bees in the jar and you shake them up real good. Then you dump out through the screen mesh, you dump out and see if any mites fall out and you can count how many mites are in this white dish. And if there's uh, three to four mites per 300 bees, you're in trouble. But if there are one or two mites per 300 bees, then you're in the okay area and you probably need to do treatment. You got to do treatment either way. And when I say you're in trouble, that means you need to do massive action. You got to take a massive action to make uh, big changes to your hive to eliminate those mites from there. Some of the things that um, some of the things that you could do is you take your frames out. You can either remove the queen. Once you remove the queen, she's not laying any eggs. And if you know that you have brood frames, you have to, you'll have to take those brood frames out of circulation and freeze them. This will kill all your pupa, all your honeybees pupating in there, as well as any mites that, be in, that might be in there. Because that's where the mites are multiplying in numbers and growing inside those capped brood. Another way to do my check instead of sugar water is to do alcohol wash. Alcohol wash will do around the same thing because what it does it, it uh, that the mites will roll to this will stick to the side of the jar when you use alcohol wash. So the powdered sugar uh, treatment is another one is you can take one cup of powdered sugar and a sifter and a bee brush and then you can essentially put the powdered sugar on top of the beehive. Any bees that are sitting there will have the powdered sugar on it and then you can um, you can effectively see the bees. Some of the chemical treatment, one of the ones I mentioned was the Apivar. So Apilifar is a thymol-based product. It's extremely concentrated, but it also temperature sensitive. So you want to use it in cooler temperatures. The formic acid, acid is another type of treatment. These are strips that you put inside your hive and they help remove the mites and kill them. Hopguard 2 is another one. It's beta acid. It's non-toxin to beekeeper and the bees, but it's deadly for the mites. So how do you do the approved chemical treatments? Well, for the oxalic acid, I have not done this one myself, but if you were to do an oxalic, 
oxalic acid, you want to make sure that the, there's no brood in the colony. Uh, you may apply to packages or swarms to kill the phoretic mites. And application method is you're using dribbling through a syringe or you're using a spray or you can use a vapor method which requires a vaporizer. You essentially put a vaporizer underneath your hive and you put the oxalic acid in there and the vapors will then climb up through the hive to the top and eliminate any mites there might be in there. Now there are some hard chemical treatments as well. These hard chemical treatments I have not read too much about but these are highly toxic to humans and Apivar strips are the same hard chemical treatments which which are the ones that I put in my beehive uh, and is one of the reasons I had to use rubber gloves and not touch these Apivar sticks. All right what are the other alternative methods? We've talked about chemical treatments, we've talked about some other ones where you're testing so one of the things they're mentioning is bait frame. You bait the frames by removing all the drones. You have any of the drone cells, you just remove all the drone cells from your hive, effectively killing off or eliminating whichever mite might be growing in there. I'm using small cell foundation for all of my frames because those are the foundations that worker bees grow in. Now, I can't remember if I mentioned it, but worker worker bees are grown in 4mm diameter cell, whereas drone cells are about 5mm diameter. So the way that bees will grow or worker bees will create cells for drones is by adding an additional layer on top of the drone cells to give them that extra room to grow. The treatments that are not approved in the United States are mineral oil vapor and acetic acid vapors. Whereas section, section 18 is only available in certain states such as Hopgard and Hyvestan. So again, that was uh, Varroa mite. It is still the number one problem. And what is the solution? Well, mite resistant bees. And that's one of the reasons I've got the Saskatraz to test it out. The Saskatraz hives or Saskatraz bees are designed and bred to be mite resistant. So we've got to do a testing and see if it's working. Uh, some other mite resistant bees are the Russian bees. They take very good care of themselves and are able to resist these mites. So the question is, am I being proactive or will I be part of the problem? I like to think that I'm being proactive, but not having tested for mites in this year doesn't show that proactiveness, although doing the treatment is part of being proactive. Let us hope that uh, we have no mites in our hives. In the next episode, I'll talk about tracheal mites and what kind of problem they cause to our bees. Thanks for listening again. Till the next episode.